what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hey, yeah. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBCWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lafford. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by your girlfriend's favourite podcaster, Nick Davy. Good evening. <laughs> That's <laughs> like it's the second, oh, the swell. Yeah, second week running that I've been called out. Yeah. It's, it's what's what's on the sheet. <laughs> like a bit of a stud. Yeah. Uh, no Lance this week again. Again. Bloody granddad birthday. How <laughs> do this evening? Yeah, no, I'm very well, thank you, mate. Uh, yeah, very good. So, lots happened since I think we last spoke, so... Um, loads, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, you couldn't be out because it's United versus Brighton. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that, though. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> or any football as a whole, for, to be honest, for that matter since then. <laughs> yeah, but we released uh, an interview with our BBG... British Wrestler of the Year, RPD. Um, yeah, it was really fun. A lot of fun to talk to Ryan again. So, um, yeah, I was, at, I was at Wrestle Island this week. Another win for Lance. As he's contender. And then did the whole, the end where the champion is in the ring after successfully defending his title. Then Lance came on the stage and did a little clap and uh, those glasses and looked at him and stuff. It was quite cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> Really good show though. As, uh, there was one bit that made it a bit awkward um, in a tag team match. Ethan accompanied um, Joe Kessler uh Scott Oberman into the ring as a uh, Northwest Strong, and then they were giving some shit to the fans. And then the fan came to ringside and confronted him, and I was like, "Oh, it's so awkward!" But, yeah. <laughs> then then, pu- then pushed him, and then he just Ethan Cal- Allen lost it. It was to kick this guy out and stuff. Yeah, so got they're quite, they're quite awkward, but the fancy match is so good. I think the fans got quite back into it quite <laughs> really quick. But yeah, you should, you should, don't confront wrestlers at shows. <laughs> it, it really, I mean, the amount of times I've seen it, I mean, there's it, it, obviously doing it in like characteristics, like when Paul Robinson mm. used to do it at Progress and Rip somebody could actually come and push sort of mm. thing. And then, obviously then there's the, the bit of, yeah, which we all love as, that's what it, Part you want to make it a show, but yeah, then there's, there's obviously, um, obviously, yeah, there's, there's a, enjoying the show, then there's being ridiculous and taking yeah. offense too much or just being a general twat. Mm-hmm. That's too much alcohol or, or you just go there for the wrong reasons, uh, sort of thing. Mind it's a family show, he's there with his kids. Well, that's even more for that. So yeah. his progress was more of a, obviously an over 18s or over 16 mm-hmm. show rather. Um, yeah, for family shows, that just sounds ridiculous. And I think, yeah, you need to, if you're really going to get that angry at a, a family wrestling show, then I think you really need to identify <laughs> where you're going and wrong in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, great show. We'll be on Powerful TV in a couple of weeks, I'm guessing. So check it out when it comes out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, that's a great show. Yeah, that's fun. I'll say Lance's match was much the night, I think. It was against <laughs> um, a Scandinavian uh, wrestler who she's brilliant. Yeah. I've, I've wanted to see her live. She's one of the people who sell on YouTube a lot, but I've never seen her live because 
but yeah, she was really good. And it was returning Ryan Lloyd, who it was like nearly two years the day he broke his leg at the Rumble show, the last show, Island show before the pandemic. He broke his leg and his ankle, I think, doing a backflip off the top rope and just landed weird. Yeah, and yeah. So yeah, it was like his return. So it was a good welcome back, welcome back. Everybody loved seeing my back. So yeah, was, yeah, that's that was match of the night. No, my match of the night. So. Yeah, um, as always, there's only me and Joel supporting Manson, you know, teachers, but I think he, he, by the end of the show, I think it was selling quite a lot, so I saw a lot of kids in his t-shirts at the end, so. How much did he get rid of quite, ah, decent. Yeah, it was really well. I think you're part of the, I think, yeah, when you, when you do go to a show, it is, that was always my favourite part, I think, just buying a, buying a shirt sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, uh, oh, uh, big thank you to Franco Varga, he gave me a shirt for free, so. Thank you. I think maybe I thank you for interviewing him a couple of times. But yeah. And then we had our photos together. That's very nice. So <laughs> then Lance put up today. Franco should join the Rivera Rave because me and Joel were in our Lance Rivera t shirts <laughs> while taking the photo with Franco. So. <laughs> but <clears throat> Alright, so we'll start with the news in association with the best page on Facebook for wrestling news, the Pro Wrestling. Well, we'll start with uh, last night on Raw, Edge issued an open challenge for WrestleMania 38. Yeah. Lots of names I could think of here, like. I think, um, yes, yeah, I think it's those ones where you obviously naturally all try and quickly fancy book. I would like to say uh, I did like the little nod to Devon, which was mm-hmm. great. I thought it was a really good sort of promo. I mean, there's, there's, there's obviously... Really, we rarely get to see that in WWE these days with genuinely good promos. And yeah, like, I quite like the, um, going through sort of starting from his WrestleMania, starting with the TLC and working up to, uh, obviously last year's WrestleMania where he main evented again for, yeah. uh, for the title. So I thought that was all brilliant mentioning those WrestleManias. Um, so no, um, that was great. Obviously another little, uh, uh yeah, obviously dropping another clue as well with the smoking mirrors. Um, yeah. I think, if I was to guess right now, I think the odds-on favourite, if you will, is probably going to be AJ Styles, which at the end of the day is a dream match we all want. Yeah. Uh, it'll be great. That's, to that's, what, the, that's what the rumour seems to be. Yeah. It, it, exactly, but lots of names. I mean, the, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, obviously we've already seen Seth. Uh, it sounds like Kevin Owens has already um, got, obviously, a match lined up. Mm-hmm. Or it seems like he's, he's going to be locked in with Riddle. Um, and yeah, there's, and I was then you talk obviously talk about other sort of legends who it could be. Um, I think, yeah, AJ yeah. Styles does seem like the, the most obvious one. Look at that. Um, oh, I was looking for the, I don't know if they wanted, because Judas Priest has just become the longest reigning US champion in nearly 10 years, I think. I think Dean Ambrose is the last longest reigning one. So I don't, that could be interesting. They wanted to put a title on. Yeah, it could well be. And also as well, they, their promos were, well, not similar, but obviously we saw Priest sort of almost land out a challenge, which we, we know was accepted mm. by Finn Balor. I would suspect, given that's already been answered, I, I don't think that will have the legs to go the distance. Mm. As much as I'd like it to, because uh, anything to get Balor on uh, on the card, I'm, I'm all for. Um, but yeah, you're right. It could be with sort of in the Priest promo, it was sort of demanding someone who's, well, well who's sort of, who is worthy of a WrestleMania sort of mm. caliber opponent. Uh, well, yeah, Edge ticks all those boxes. And yeah, it, again, it could be a, a way of either, I don't know, it's sort of a, a bit of a win-win situation. 
situation if you were to put them in a match. I mean, uh, you either completely cement Priest as a main event player, um, mm-hmm. or equally, um, well, yeah, either way, if he wins, he goes over as a, obviously gets over that way. Even if he loses, you still put him up against sort of Edge, which will get pra- praised and, and get him over in a, in a weird way. And also then he gets the be- another belt on Edge. I don't know if he's ever held the US title. I don't think he has. I don't think so. It's not jumping out at me or something he's done. No, because when because when the US came in, he was kind of going into the main events, wasn't he? So. I'm trying to think. Cause it came, did it come back in 2002 on SmackDown? Mm-hmm. I think he got injured quite badly sort of shortly after that was a thing. I know he was also. I mean, this is really putting my memory to the test. I think in late 2002, I think he was in a tag team with Rey Mysterio. That's yeah, like champions. That's right. Yeah. That's right but this is when SmackDown was peak SmackDown 2002, so that's probably why I do remember it quite well. But yeah, I don't think he ever held the US title. Yeah, well, actually, was it 2003 when it came? I think it actually was 2003. You know, when it came out, came back. Yeah, it's that's when I moved out and I didn't have Sky for a couple of years, so I stopped watching for a few years. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I don't, don't want to show your age, but that was peak when I was watching. I won't go into age to that. I was watching it a, a lot there. Um, <laughs> my sort of lovely title at the time when you, I could not watch wrestling. Uh, on, on your Friday nights or Saturday mornings. Uh, I, I, don't, I think it, I think it was 2003 actually, and then, yeah, he would have been injured. So no, long story short, I don't think he would have held the US title. I was looking at no. Oh, oh, he held it during the invasion, the W United States title. Ah, mum, there you go. Quote <laughs> Wikipedia. I'm sure that. I'm sure that is right. <laughs> Oh, is it? Yeah. I know it's the kind of, they say it's the same lineage, but this is a WWE US title, he hasn't held that. So. <laughs> Alright, uh, next, uh, CM Punk has announced for the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. I think Smojo was a couple of weeks ago as well, so it's a good class going in this year. Um, he's probably most fondly remembered in Ring of Honor for his trilogy of matches, um, world champion at the time, Samoa Joe. I think they had two 60 minute draws. Um, for um, Joe prevailed in the final match, a really heated rivalry with Raven, which I think's where this dog collar match is coming from. He's going to have with MGF in the, co- in the future. Um, yeah, they had dog collar matches and steel cage matches. Yeah, and he won the um, he won the world title. He won the tag titles on two occasions in the Colt Cabana, I think. So, right, oh wait, history isn't great, but. So I remember. But yeah, I haven't hit it there. CM Punk and Joe going in the Hall of Fame is a great thing, I think. Yeah, two was, uh, yeah, two, obviously, yeah, pioneers, if you will, for the, for the Ring of Honor division. It's obviously, yeah, we, we know all about, yeah, Punk's history and Joe's history for that matter. Um, two still massive names in the industry today. Um, yeah, I think fully deserved and, um, mm. I think, yeah, just really sensible opening. Opening picks to go in. Definitely. Um, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter has issued the 22 award winners list. And we'll just go through the major ones. It's very AEW heavy. Um, I think they won every one of these major ones. Wrestle of the Year, Kenny Omega. Um, Roman Reigns was not even a close second. I think he, he got 90 points and... Kenny and six hundred and twenty nine, I think. Mm. <laughs> it was at a distant second. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, I can't argue with Kenny Omega. He had a great year last year. He's been the belt collector gimmick and stuff. So. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't agree more. I mean, yeah, as you say, he was, yeah, the full, both, well, both promotions, you say, your belt collecting. Mm. Yeah, an absolute fantastic year, a fantastic story, a fantastic champion. Yeah, fully deserved. Apparently he did all that injured as well <laughs> because of recent, recent comments he's made. So he was injured all last year. Well, I mean, if that is, then God help the rest of the rest in the industry. I mean, if it is, then I'm excited to see when he's fully fit of what what he can produce. So, um, yeah, wow is all I can say to that. Yes. Um, Tag Team of the Year with the Young Bucks. Um, yeah, fully deserved. I mean, I mean, my God knows how many times they've won that. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think they'll certainly be holding the record the ultimate winners, I think, of this award. I mean, mm. and it's fully deserved. I mean, yeah, some of the match, I know we'll probably get on to the match of the year, but yeah, I mean, some of their matches were, were excellent. They were um, pulled off there while they were great as baby faces, and then we saw them obviously turn into the really dislikable heels. Um, I loved it. They were just being complete knobs and dying their hair purple, all the beards purple and stuff. And exactly. Outrageous outfits. So that's great. And also the best entrance of all year, of last year when they came out to the Toons, Toon Squad as mm-hmm. well. Um, <laughs> I have to say that. So, yeah, no. All in all, yeah, fantastic again and fully deserved. Yeah, actually, I think it was your favourite match, wasn't it? And then Bucks versus Lucha Bros. Was that your favourite match? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The, my match of the year. I was delighted to see it won because yeah, I was sort of getting a bit nervous that it, it might not have won. Mm. Um, I know there was yeah, I saw sort of a few other talks of who what, what could be on there, but um, yeah, yeah, no, really happy to see that win. And yeah, again, it just uh, anything to see tag team wrestling just doing so well will always get a lot mm. for me and. And I think, yeah, I mean, what's that now? I think we saw last year, 2020 Revolution was that tag match. 2021, we've seen another tag match in AEW, so hopefully yeah. more of the same 2022, fingers crossed. Yes, the feud of the year was Omega versus Hangman Page. Without either, I thought it was a great story. Yeah, I mean, we know we wanted this kind of to finish it. We wanted it to sort of spill into all out, but mm-hmm. we know that real life situations get in the way, you can't be helped. But yeah, they they still told the story. They didn't let the story kind of get away from it. Um, so yeah, it was all. You know, if anything, it kind of helped because we had that sort of shocking return in the in in the number one contenders match. So yeah, yeah, really booked well. And yeah, I mean the story. But you know, we know the storyline's been telling sort of even before twenty twenty one, which we all love long long storytelling. So yeah, done to perfection. Um, promotion of the year was AEW, obviously. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't really comment on that. All I will say is, Dynamite and Rampage every week just really unmissable TV. If you if you love your wrestling and you are, and you are, there are still a lot of fans out there. And I've certainly been there before, where you really are just locked into your one promotion, be it WWE or even just be it non-American promotions. I mm. really would just recommend. I can't sell it enough. Just please, just give it a watch. You just give it four weeks of just solid watching of Dynamite and Rampage. And I, I guarantee you, you will you will not definitely be disappointed. Watch. Definitely. <laughs> I actually watched. NXT 2.0 this week. Ooh. Vengeance Day was, was a good show. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it's, it's never, with that, it's funny, it's never terrible, but mm. it, I think you always just have this sort of in the back of your mind, always, it's not what it was, and you just, I think, feel with that, it's kind of, you just, you can't enjoy it for that sort of whole sake of, but this is just not what it's, what it used to be, and uh, for, for yeah, that. I think it was kind of, it was probably brilliant because it was a 
special event as well. <laughs> That's the thing. But it, that it was on, effectively a takeover. Yeah, that peaked on weaponized cage match was brilliant. I really enjoyed the the women's tag team title match. I thought that was a good one as well. And yeah, that main event was a lot of fun. (laughs) And Champers looks like he's gone to Raw now. He's teaming with Finn. He's followed um, Dolph Ziggler to Raw. Well, hopefully, I know Dolph is, potentially, potentially might get Dolph versus Braun Breaker at the I think I think they're doing a takeover over WrestleMania weekend. Mm. It's gonna be stand and deliver from yeah. what I'm reading online. So I suspect we'll sort of have them both hovering over or in NXT and then fingers crossed hopefully after the um the WrestleMania weekend then we do see Champo come a permanent fixture on the main roster. Because yeah. it is about so, one it's Champo and Finn versus Wood and Sigler on Raw next week. Yeah, hopefully they potentially you could even argue there is a, maybe maybe a space to get them on the uh, providing there's no plans for, for Finn in a singles match on the or on in another match on the mm. main card. But hopefully there could even be argue a scope for them to even challenge for the tag titles on on for them on WrestleMania um, mm. if they want them as a tag team. So mm. we know Champ has <laughs> certainly uh, got a good record of being in a tag team, so been yeah. on good matches. So yeah, I think I'll be all for that. Yeah, I'm really interested how they've got to do the rest of WrestleMania because they've got to fill up two days. I think they've got five matches confirmed now. And if they have seven or eight per show, <laughs> it's, like, it's a lot of matches they need to try and build in five weeks, six weeks, whatever it is now. So. Yeah, I, I think they'll be... Well, they certainly will be. I mean, they've got enough... Maybe this is the part where they go, actually, maybe we shouldn't have released X, Y, and Z. So, uh, <laughs> but no, I, th- I think they'll be... I think they'll be okay. And there's certainly... Uh, especially if you're going to be using the, the stuff like the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and stuff, I think that they'll do that this year or what have you. I, th- I think they'll be okay. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, they're going to. Heard today the Bellas might be coming in, so with a tag team, a women's tag team title match. I, th- I, I honestly, I can't actually think who currently <laughs> holds the women's tag team titles. I want to say it's, it's, it's Carmella and Zelina. Is it still done? I, I can't remember the last time we saw the tag team belts. I can't remember the last time we saw them on on TV, let alone the belts. So, yeah. <laughs> and finally, Progress Wrestling have announced a title versus title match for Chapter 130. Pro- Progress Champion Carl Noir versus ROH Champion Jonathan Gresham. This should be amazing. And I absolutely have no idea how they're going to book it. I'm guessing it'll be some dodgy finish so they don't lose the titles. But... I mean, I, I, I don't really know what's going to happen. I mean, because, I mean, this is fantastic. I mean, the fact that we said about progress about it's going to be a long term, then mm. getting back into it, but already, we're three months in, already I'm dying to get back to that ballroom because of this, the, some of the shows they're putting on and the main event. They, they've done really well, the, the new the guys running this. I mean, to get, mm. I think they've done very careful booking, but also, I think they've done, I think they've balanced it out well. They've got the big stars into, to obviously get people to come and flog the tickets, but also putting on a, a uh, obviously putting on the new talent that people obviously want to see as well. So they've done, they, they, I think they found the balance really well. But yeah, this will be well, not only a class match, but also the implications of what this could be. I mean, we've seen Reno Ring of Honor starting up again on the 1st of April around WrestleMania mm-hmm. week. We've seen uh, Gresham on other promotions defending the Ring of Honor belt. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, imagine if they can get him as progress champion or but it's still, imagine if he drops the belt to Cara Noir and the, the word it gets out to progress. I mean, yeah, the excitement here. I think, yeah, in hindsight, I, I think, I feel, I fear it's going to be a no contest. Um, yeah. But, 
So that is going to be the case. I mean, yeah, it it really is exciting times. And I mean, yeah, certainly all eyes on this match. And I, I, I think one thing is we don't know what the answer is. And we know what this. But I think we we've gone through the days of naturally almost ninety nine percent sure you know the answer. But I think with the forbidden door, it kind of does open up a bit, few more avenues for for unexpected matches results. So. Yeah, I'm, 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 he's had the belt for so long. I just think you need a proper storyline to take the progress title off Connor at the moment. And it, but yeah, but, but if you've <sighs> you got a star like Gresham available, then I don't mm-hmm. know. You could the, the, just the thought, and then potentially him taking carrying that belt into other promotions in America and defending the progress belt. Yeah. Um, it is it, really, really exciting times. I know. And also as well, which interestingly as well, I mean, that they're putting ingression onto main events, then, yeah, I mean, this does also again prove that it's not all about the WWE and they are, it's almost like progress, almost standing up to sort of their own specific and we're doing it our way, not the WWE mm. way, which I think's, again, full, full credit to, to the new guys running it because, yeah, they, I mean, so far, so, so, so good. I mean, from what they've done, we knew it was always going to be a really tricky start to get it all up going again, but it seems like they're doing it so far with flying, they're passing so far with flying colours. Definitely. I, I, I'm loving Simon Miller as the compere. I think he's brilliant. <laughs> well, yeah, from what I've got gathered by guys who have gone, I mean, mm. there's, there's, there's always going, I mean, sadly, we're just like that. We think it's just whether it's a British thing or if it's just a human being thing, we're always going to naturally compare to, 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 to his pretty. We know Jim Smallman is going mm. to be the best. No one's ever going to beat Jim Smallman. Sadly, that is just the fact that, the fact that no one will ever beat Smallman. But Miller is great at what he does, he, and he is a he is the best that could be it. And so, no, I think full credit to him. He's, he's doing a great job. And so, we, we I think we just need all of us need to well, everyone who goes, we just need to snap away from trying to compare because it, it's it's almost uncomparable. Just enjoy yeah. enjoy the shows, enjoy Miller because uh, he is he is fantastic. And then they, it, I think it's a really I think it's a cue for a cue for progress to get him as well. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoy, I, I watched. Um, was it chapter? Was the Manchester show children twenty eight? Uh, one two yeah. eight, I think. Oh, one two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, re- yeah. I really, really enjoyed that show. It's on the WWE uh, Network at the moment. Yeah, so it's yeah. I recommend everyone goes to watch that. It's really good. So, yeah, and that was the news in association with the world. Oh, sorry, <clears throat> that was the <clears throat> and that was the news in association with the Pro Wrestling World Facebook page, which is dedicated to all re- professional wrestling. Good busy week. AEW, Impact Wrestling, ROH, Indie Wrestling can all be found on the page. On the page, uh, link will be in the description if you want to go like the page. Woohoo! Check me out, Kate Mayfair, telling you you're listening to BBG Wrestling. You melt. Well, we'll move on to Elimination Chamber. So the show opened with a 16-minute entrance for <laughs> Roman Reigns. Goldberg. I think including video package and everything, it was like 16 minutes for a six-minute match. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a huge amount to say about this. I'm, just, I'm kind of hoping that's the end of Goldberg in title matches. I kind of liked what they did a couple of summertimes ago, where they just had him come in and spear Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that's. If you want to do nostalgia things, just kind of do that rather than happen at the top of the car because you just can't. I I I think I completely agree. I, I kind of 
get why they've done the match. I mean, mm. if anything, I, I'm, I'm quite happy they've kind of done it as, as they've done it with Reigns Goldberg. I feel like we didn't get it two years ago, so they probably need to do it. Saudi's the perfect yeah, way to do it. It's his last match on his contract as well, so he's yeah. got an out on top if it is his last match ever. Cause it's exactly, and it's, 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 it's the good way to do it. I think, um, it's, it's the match we've never got. It's, it's rains. It's it's also quick. It's not like we've had this dragged on for ages. We've had mm-hmm. a very quick what few if, since the Royal Rumble. We've just had a few a few weeks build, which has been reasonably good as well. It's not really been a critic. Certainly, it'll be critical of the booking. I mean, it's been. It's, I think sometimes when you've got sort of when you almost do the pre-recorded segments, of the interviews. I think that actually kind of helps mm-hmm. rather than having the same old sort of face-to-face. Um, sort of promos. I think sometimes doing the the backstage interview or the, the the pre-recorded interviews rather can almost help get them off TV. Have them just do the interviews. I think it it can almost help the the feud. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's been. I think it was fine. And yeah, as you say, I think that should be now enough with with Goldberg in title matches. But if they are going to do the odd appearance, especially with the Saudi shows to get bums on seats to get tickets sold, then yeah, why not put him in a few other matches, to, especially maybe if it's to put some new, some new talent over? Then fair enough. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I think, and it was a, it was a more of a, a knockout, but I've been, I'm shit sure that's the first time Goldberg's ever been submitted in a match as well ever. I want to say that. I think. <laughs> uh, I think you could be right. You know. Um, I, again, I, w- I would not want to go back through the. the I know, I know, he, I know, he, I know, he didn't tap out, but it's still technically a submission. The referee lifted his arm off. So, but. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I really can't think. Certainly, in my in my knowledge, I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, no, I know moaning is up to put Goldberg in, but I, they haven't built anybody else up to that level. Who could have been a, a realistic challenge to Reigns at the moment? We'll yeah. be able to do the women's elimination chat. And elimination chamber. I like that they're the all in one bodysuits, they weren't bare baggy t shirts this time. I think some of them looked really cool in them. I, I loved Ray Ripley. She looked yeah, like, I was gonna, like Ninja. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Ripley's and one was well cool. Nikki Ashes looked like a proper superhero. I like Dewdrops Drops, like the Scottish tartan on it, and Liv Morgan just looked like Britney Spears. <laughs> but yeah, I think it looked. A thousand times better than baggy t-shirts that we've worn in the past. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, Bianca Belair. I thought this was an alright match. Was it? Again, fifteen minutes long elimination chamber just baffles me. I was like, well, how's, why is it so short? <laughs> but I think they only had two minutes in between each. But rather than the five minutes we've had in the past, they did two two minutes in between each person. I don't agree with you. I think it should be five minutes in between. Um, I just, yeah, it's annoying because I just feel like the chamber it has lost its just sort of sort of structure where like almost you have that sort of the fear of people actually getting into the into the um, chamber. Mm. It really doesn't feel like that way now. Um, well, Nikki Ash tried her best when Rhea came in. She wanted to try. She was trying to get out the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like proper fear. <laughs> I just, yeah, I wish it was a bit more sort of. I wish like the uh, the flooring of it where it was literally on some more cell. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, and I, I missed the old one where you could literally almost put like your hand through the, um, through the top bit where again it was all chain, mm-hmm. uh, of the, of the pod you're in. Um, so. Didn't Kalisto fall through it and injure himself? So that's probably why. Ah. 
Is it Callisto? No. It's one, it's, it's, it's somebody in the mask, I'm pretty sure it's Callisto. I think you might be right there from, from 2015. Mm. There was the Lucha Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he fell through it and injured himself. That's probably why they put proper ceilings on him now. <laughs> Stop that from happening. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, in terms of, I think Bianca Belair was definitely the correct winner. Um, I, I, I was going for a moment. I was like, Alexa Bliss. That's, that's but then they didn't rebrand her. She was just the same character. I was like, oh, so what's the point of all these vignettes we've been watching for weeks? Yeah, I was hoping she was just going to come back as even like the Harley Quinn, like Alexa Bliss mm-hmm. or something. I was just hoping we would see the proper Alexa Bliss back, but now she and she wasn't even on Raw this week as well, which mm-hmm. makes it even more weird that <laughs> to see her randomly return to shame, but not really much has happened. She's still the same sort of crazy gimmick. So uh, yeah, it's all a bit. Again, it sort of falls back into WWE's trap of old oh, crap. Did we really know what we were doing? Um, which worries me a little bit, but yeah, part of me was thinking it might be her, but um, and part of me was also kind of around to give him, give him the pop and just the whole sort of fear, I was fear of thinking maybe Rhea Ripley could be, we could see Ripley back in the main event, um, so, but yeah, I think Bianca Bella is the correct decision, I think you've got legs on it, haven't you, from, from SummerSlam last year, I mean, it, it's the perfect kind of storyline to get there, and yeah. Yeah, definitely. And a, a believable competitor as well. So I think if Bliss was to win it, there would be a, a lot of, oh, she hasn't wrestled for a while, is she? She's, the, the gimmicks, yeah. I, I think this one is just, it's the perfect way to go. You know, then confused me. She came out sixth and went in the, in the booth. Why did she go? <laughs> was um, yeah, I was. I don't think, the last, the last two people usually start the match, so we're like, <laughs> What, what, what's happening here? <laughs> I didn't get it. We're not supposed so to know it. that, though. We're supposed to just go with it. Mm. <laughs> um, next was Naomi versus, and Ronda Rousey versus uh, Sonya Deville and Charles. Um, <coughs> oh, Again, I, I liked Naomi's and Sonya Deville's costumes. I liked Ronda Rousey and their gi. Yeah. Charlotte didn't make much effort. It was just red. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably the worst out of a lot of them, Charlotte's costume. But, um, it progressed the story for Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. I didn't have much to say about it. <laughs> it progressed the story of them, and Naomi versus Sonya Deville. Um, yeah, I feel like we're going to get um, Naomi versus Sonya. Well, we're going to get them, but I reckon we're going to get Naomi versus Sonya at, the, at Mania. And, yeah, obviously we're going to get Sonya there. We're going to get Charlotte versus Ronda. Yeah, that's... I'm, to, I'm, I'm interested to see if there will be any repercussions of, from Sonya Deville on Charlotte because Charlotte walked off while she was in the armbar. Um, Century. That's all I can think of. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty much enough at match. I think, I think they wanted to get Rousey back in the ring, guess, get some ring rust out, tease some moments with Charlotte. But that's all right. That's all not. Um, next was Drew McIntyre. This is... Mad Cat Moss. Yeah. <laughs> False counts anywhere as much to fit. I've got pins right in the middle of the ring. <laughs> yeah, didn't really seem very. Um, I, we get this a lot, though, don't we? Like, you always think of them going all over the arena. But yeah. Well, the first half of it was Corbin and Moss double team and Drew. And then for some reason, Corbin just got out the ring halfway through, started watching it. Like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> And then, oh, Moss took a horrible yeah. bump to the head from the Alabama slam. I was like, oh. It sounds like reading online that all is well, and it sounds, yeah, like, it sounds yeah, like Drew was certainly, yeah, it sounded like Drew uh, 
Again, yeah, like, it, yeah, it sounded like there was a lot of sort of backstage praise again from, well, from Moss to Drew. Mm. Um, so, but more importantly, Moss is alright, and I think he, he was very apologetic, Moss, to, to other people, so, seemed like he's got a good attitude as well, so, yeah, just glad he's alright, and, um, yeah. Yeah. That's not again. It's a, another match to guess it's going to be McIntyre versus Corbett at WrestleMania to, to extend that storyline, and. I mean, yeah, I mean. Wait, I, wait I, for your build. It's, it sounds like it's going to be something involving a sword. <laughs> sword on a pole match? <laughs> sword on a pole. You have to impale your opponent to win. <laughs> that's kind of like Game of Thrones attire. Mm-hmm. Or have a, like, a proper fencing match. <laughs> <laughs> then we had a recap of the kickoff show of Rain Mysterio vs. The Miz, um, which, yeah, followed by a bonus beating of The Miz. Um, there's a furious and promised to get a partner to help deal with the Mysterios, and they went off on his phone. My first thought was Cody. Yeah, again, a lovely bit of hint on. I don't know if, if, if you've seen it. Yeah, so I did like the. I know, bit of I know what it is now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that was. Uh, I think they got the kind of the build up to it. And if one Raw again, he was proper mm. hinting at it. it was with the dashing reference. Um, yes. Fight coming from a, a wrestling background or a fighting family, so there was lots of incident. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did say in a group chat. I mean, I did say I think it's going to be Logan Paul, um, and yeah, yeah sadly proved proved right. <laughs> okay, bring Cody back and put him in such a mid card match. What, doesn't sound like it. What, what it. Oh yeah, no, I'm glad it's not. I didn't think it would be. I think I think they did that well. Again, again, this is. It's good how they're doing it early on. They're sort of having a bit of fun with it, like by mm. dropping mm. hints, uh, it, it, yeah, rather than sort of all out <laughs> going. Oh yeah, Cody's coming back. I do yeah. like the fact <laughs> that we're, we're seeing hints about, um, yeah, with the dashing and with the smoke and mirrors. So I'm I'm enjoying the hints. I suspect we might get like a Stardust hint over the next mm. a couple of well, oh, maybe on SmackDown or, or maybe even a hint of. Um, uh, I don't know, like the f- when he had the paper bags and stuff. So, I think that was my favourite Cody. Oh, um, that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Wear, they wear the mask and putting paper bags over the front row. Yeah, had, had a gimmick as well of um, when he had a moustache, which has got a cut over, I think. So, uh, being in Legacy, so I'm sure there'll be there's loads of hints you can go with this. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think yeah. From when since Miz did it, I was I think it was a great bit of play, and Miz is the perfect character to to play around with it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Logan Paul didn't jump into my head because he's he's nobody to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a YouTuber. I don't like boxing. I like celebrity boxing. <laughs> I think they've realised though that he wasn't over last year from memory, and which is the biggest pop I think of the rest of when Owen stunned him. So yes. Um, I'm glad that they have brought him in. I think him and Miz, I mean, to be fair, the way that I, I can see where this is probably going to go is mm-hmm. Ray and Dominic will win, and then we'll probably see Logan Paul attack Miz after, which gets a, a bit of a pop, So, which we've seen with many celebrities in the past. So I think that's obvious where it's going to go. Yeah. Um, oh, I, was, I think it was WrestleTalk. Was it, was it, was it, I was at What Culture. I've listened to a few podcasts today. <laughs> They suggested that Johnny Knoxville brings Cody in as his proxy against Sami Zayn in the Intercontinental Sarriot match. So that, that that's how they get him on WrestleMania. And he wins the title. So he's 
brings prestige back to the Intercontinental Championship. No. <laughs> I, 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 I just want to see him in the main event, so. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, there's, I just, I, I, unless it's him and rest in the main event player, like, I, I just kind of want the AJ Styles first 18 months level of booking. Yeah. Um, where you come in. I think you'd have to do that because not every WWE fan's seen what he's done since he's left WWE. So they all start still think of him as mid cards, gold dust, or stardust. Exactly. So. If you book, if you, I don't buy this of, um, he's not, I think the way you make someone a genuine star is how you book them. It's really not mm-hmm. straight. But people say, oh yeah, only Reigns and Lesnar are the genuine main event contenders in WWE. But there's a reason for that because anyone who'd be booked consistently well since, well, for the last, well, for Lesnar since, uh, 2012, Reigns since 2015, 60. So. Yeah, I read the stat that, that, um, it's been five years since, if you don't include Royal Rumbles and Money in the Bank, it's been five years since Brock Lesnar has has not has had a non-title match at a pay-per-view. Jesus, he's not been a world title match. Five years. Yeah, I think it's 2017. Is that when he was against Ambrose? I want to say when he was against Ambrose. 2016 against Ambrose. Yeah. Then, oh no, maybe Goldberg. Mm. Oh, Gold, yeah, Gold, the Goldberg Survivor match series, was, the yeah. last, was the last time he had a non-world title match at a pay-per-view. Which isn't like a multi-person thing. <laughs> yeah, it's. I suppose. Yeah, uh, yeah. That is. Uh, there you are. There's. There's booking. That's how you book. But, that, but that's all the booking across Raw and SmackDown. They, they're just concentrating on Brock and Roman, and everything else is just kind of. Mm, I'm not even really seeing Ronda Rousey's return. Such a big deal. The way they're booking them. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Next, we have Becky Lynch versus Lita. This was surprisingly good match, I thought, so considering Lita hasn't wrestled barely in years. I thought it was pretty insane match. I think Becky Lynch gave her a lot in the way of sellings for her moves. And Lita's never been the most technical of wrestlers, but I thought think they put her over brilliantly. And if she did, if she wanted to have a last run, I think she'd bring some star power to, that's greatly lacking at the moment in the women's division, even in a short-term run with somebody. But, but yeah, I enjoyed this match. What it was? Yeah, it was a um, it was it was a good match. To it was a yeah, better, probably better than I thought it was going to be as well. Um, so yeah, no, pretty enjoyable. And um, again, I think it was pr- I think it was quite a smart way of booking it to go into um it, on the way to WrestleMania. I'm a big fan of sort of doing a a match at the well, your, your pay per view before WrestleMania, mm. where it is against a, a fairly big star. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it was a good match where you almost where you were having a few hints of oh my god, could this actually be Lita winning? And yeah, and Becky Becky did win. So I, I think yeah, I was all I was I think it was a good match and good, again a bit like almost like the the Lesnar and Goldberg we mentioned a, a good bit of solid storylines had them for the last mm-hmm. four weeks, which yeah. I think's been been good and yeah the correct winner and yeah. She got a great reaction at the end. They even put her music back on so she could do another hooray to the crowd something. So, so. I think with that as well, I wouldn't be surprised if we potentially see her in, um, uh, well, in, in, in Saudi again. I think with the, with the women wrestlers, you, you forget that some of these legends are stood in pretty good nick. Mm-hmm. We saw Trish a few years ago and she wrestled Charlotte Flair, good match. So, uh, Lita this time around, Beth Phoenix, whenever she comes back, she, she always looks great. 
So I'd say even even Maurice looked good in that Royal Rumble match. So, so I feel like you can get away of using the legends a bit more, especially mm-hmm. given the fact that um, the women you don't have, especially certainly for like a WrestleMania when you, as you mentioned earlier, you're desperate yeah. to get matches on the card. If you've got um, the title matches, then who's to say you can't just use them the the legends further down the line with wrestling other other well, other female talent that haven't got a match against them on the card? hasn't doesn't look like she's got anything planned for Mania, so a Sasha Lita match would be fair. I wouldn't mind watching that. Yeah, I think there's definitely potential there. Mm-hmm. Um, next was meant to be Usos versus Viking Raiders, <laughs> but I didn't get this. They got jumps, so the match is off. <laughs> it screams, um, oh crap, we've, uh, we're running out of time here or something, or we've, yeah. the, the arena's booked only for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think since they've moved to Peacock, they can literally only have like three hours. That does screen then up. Oh Christ! We need to um, we need to get rid of a match, but we can't just ignore it. Uh, what do we do? Uh, if, if, if this was the plan, what was the point of taking the Viking Raiders all the way to Saudi Arabia to get jumped? I just can't have been the plan. No, that's right. They just made them look crap. They get there wasn't like a, a proper beating. They got thrown into the stairs. See, this is many things what I hate about the, the tag team division. But it also reminds me, I think, of... And if you're going to do this, don't for a crap tag team. The Viking Raiders are hard as fuck. Well, this is what really winds me up about booking up, the WWE booking of tag team. Mm. I mean, this. I think it was... Was it actually... To be fair, I think it was actually how the, the Viking Raiders became the number one contenders in the first place. I think they got squashed the week before on SmackDown. The next week they went and won the tag team, uh, the number one contenders, you know, <laughs> number one contender matches. One, how on earth are they, have they merited getting into the number one contender slot? And then two, if they is go that and where, it, Is that the one where they had like random tag teams? Yeah, Cesaro and Mansoor. Who have never tag teamed before in their life, so. Yeah, yeah. Jim uh, Mahal and the Shanky, is it? Shanky? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh Christ, well they're, they're heels. Um, <laughs> And it's like, I haven't normally, I guess we have to get to the Viking. It just, again, it's just completely laziness on, on the booking mm. side of things. And again, what, like, it, it, they, it, their tag team, tag team wrestling is the best part of wrestling, in my opinion. It's the easiest thing to, to book. Mm-hmm. It, it's the easiest sort of, um, how you can book matches to get them over. Like, we've seen a lot of promotions and, um, yeah, it just really angers me that, especially the treatment of the Viking. Well, I wish they weren't even called that. I wish they were called the bloody war, war machine. Because <laughs> um, we know we, we only have to look at their matches before, even in NXT and before they got to the main roster. Oh, they just they are amazing tag team. And yeah, please, please, um, yeah, just please book them better. Please book. Where are we going to stop there? Please just book tag team best and better. Don't ask so much. <laughs> So this is the plan they literally could have done it to any other tag team. It took. <laughs> they just had Mansoor in this match, and Mansoor's not on the card. So it's Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Mansoor versus and Cesaro win that match, and then they get they get jumps, and then somehow it gets down to just Cesaro versus the Usos, and he gets squashed in a minute or two. It's easy. I don't know. All right, so, um, it's the Elimination Chamber main event. Um, Lashley versus Lesnar versus Riddle versus Rollins versus Theory versus AJ Styles. <laughs> they didn't build anything that's bad. Yeah, so Bobby Lashley got taken out early because he's legitimately been working with a shoulder injury, which he injured in the uh, Royal Rumble match against Brock Lesnar. Mm. So they need to get the title off him. 
So, and now he's off for four to six months after having shoulder surgery. So, and the whole match, I was thinking, well, that boob's empty now. Does that mean it's going to get filled by someone? Is Mansoor going to come? <laughs> he needs to make a Saudi appearance. We're in Saudi Arabia. Now we've got Mansoor. What's... <laughs> Yeah, the whole, yeah. I, was, I thought I was, I was waiting for the end. I was like, okay, something's got to come out now. They haven't. That when Brock's won, no, nothing happened. Okay. <laughs> well, nothing got built on the back of this match. That's what I'm saying. Usually, when you have an elimination chamber in the women's match, it kind of built on the Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash. Uh, Drew, Drew Drop looked great for, in parts. It's it's kind of kind of building on the Alexa thing, but in this match, well, last Brock came in. Eliminated Seth first. I was like, what? Seth? <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just eliminated Seth, Riddle, Styles, there you go. You're, you're gone. So they just make them all look chumps now. So when Roman Reigns wins the title, who's going to challenge him? Because the person who just beat for the title just beat all these all the challenges in the second. But I did get that. I did find it quite entertaining, the Austin Fury Brock bit at the end. How, how scared Austin Fury was. I and mean, it was good when he got the low blow in. It looked like it, oh, it might it might happen, but no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I quite enjoyed the chamber match. I mean, it was it was it's fourteen minutes as well. <laughs> again, it's too short. That is that is the issue. I mean, if it was a bit longer, like even another ten minutes, ten, I just think yeah, that that was the only disappointment. But I, I didn't mind it for what it was. Uh, I'm certainly, would I go back and watch it? Probably not, but, um, it, it was, it was okay. It, it, no, it, it was, it was a nice, it was a good main event. Um, I like the final two. I, I think, I, I think what they did with Fairy, and um, they didn't put Fairy over at all. I've heard people say, oh, it was great that Fairy got to the final two of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> but they didn't do anything for No, they, that was, <laughs> I'm in two minds about that. I mean, I found it quite funny, and yeah, I thought I the spot fun. was quite good. But yeah, I mean, thinking about it, you could have really just had a good brawl between even Lesnar Riddle towards the end. I think that would have, given there's been talk that the plan was for Riddle to potentially win the Royal Rumble, I feel like you could have actually had a bit more belief like in that if it came down to the final two. You could what's, have had a bit. Seth, Seth got a DQ against Roman Reigns. What, so what, how are they going to build on top of that? That's what I, I would have had it down to Seth versus Lesnar at the end. I think you could, you could have done Seth as well. I think that again, that would have added a bit of belief that, or have a, have a, even just have Lesnar get down to a two count or something, just mm-hmm. add a bit more like belief to it. I think when it came down to Lesnar and Fear, I think everyone just knew it's, that's that. Yeah. Um, so I just think, yeah, they could add a bit more fun with it, a bit more belief to the crowd that something might happen. It's not going to be so predictable. Um, I didn't actually mind the because I've been too. I've seen a lot of people criticise the Lashley thing or saying, "Well, why they even take him to Saudi in the first place?" So I, I think it was actually a fairly okay way to write him out. I thought with the spot, I think it adds again. We go. I meant like I mentioned earlier, it actually adds that element of danger to the chamber. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, I think it kind of put the chamber over more than anything. Um, yeah, well, that's that's the, 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 they keep putting it over its butt, bulletproof glass, but it got broke three times in this match. I think, I just think, yeah, that, that was okay. I mean, yeah, you could argue or they could have put someone else in, but then if they didn't really have much plans of anyone else they could have put in that's just going to be squashed, then, then yeah. I well, mean, also, they've got, he hasn't lost the title, really, because he got taken out of the match. So, at least he can say when he comes back. That's it. Roman, I never lost that title. There's also he's not, pretty much there's your, your 
you know, summer program probably if the money's back. Well, it depends on that, and it depends on what if what Les what Rangers doing about the titles. If he's gonna, uh, I don't know if they are gonna keep this brand split, or it's gonna go down to simply one title, or if we might see Range drop one belt. So we know Becky when Becky had two belts. Well, I've heard that Fox and USA both want Roman Reigns on their program because he's the most watched segments each week. So this is that's pretty much why this is happening. So yeah, but I don't think they can. I don't, know. I don't think I don't think it'll be a long term thing. I, I could see it lasting to SummerSlam nearly as one of the titles. Makes sense. Um, yeah, um, yeah, that makes a bit of sense. Yeah, but yeah, you're absolutely right there about probably Lashley. As soon as he comes back, you've legitimately come. He can come in and say, "Well, you know, I never lost that title, so mm-hmm. I'll have my rematch." Um, so yeah, I think that kind of sells itself when he comes back. I think he'll get a pretty good pop. He's starting to sort of turn a bit baby facey. I know it was more still a bit. Bit of a tweener sort of side, mm-hmm. um, or badass babyface. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just feel, yeah, some of the others, I think, yeah, Seth, Seth or Riddle, I think you could have pushed towards the end with Les. I think with Riddle as well, I just really want to see them actually have a full on match because if we especially talk about Riddle with his background, mm-hmm. and I, you could, you could easily sell a really good match there between the two. Yeah, what, just so what are your thoughts on the show overall? I thought it was pretty. It wasn't a good. I, I kind of I praised the last Saudi show. I really enjoyed the last Saudi show, but this just seemed like they're going back to glorified. It's kind of a glorified house show with stakes. This one, I don't like this. The way it's booked, it'll seem very house showy. Come with all the massive entrances and everything, and I think there was like eighty minutes worth of wrestling in a three-hour show. Yeah, I think that I, I do feel though with a lot of the Saudi shows, they always are a bit. They always do feel very house showy. Mm. But this was a proper, a proper main event. Oh, a pay-per-view. It's, a, it's, it's an elimination chamber. It's what happens every year. So, but still just seem yeah, house showy. <laughs> so, but there, I don't, there is some positives. I think, I think the, the, the great step forward on the women's side of things. You're wearing big baggy t-shirts. There's three women's matches on the show. I think they are, yeah, and they look great in the all-in-one suits. I, I can be a Ripley. I wouldn't mind her keeping that. I thought she looked amazing in that black or black like Catwoman suit. Depends <laughs> so. how uh, hot though she did like because because I, mean, I was thinking they must have, must have been boiling them suits. Yeah. Since they come with like some aircon or something. And Nikki Ashes, uh, I thought hers was looked amazing. So. Was it like a, I suppose that's probably why because I remember they did that Saudi show in June a few years ago and it was like oh like, it, it was just ridiculously hot and yeah. Didn't I? Yeah, if it was Undertaker Goldberg, like they just looked absolutely, yeah. Just, that's why that's why they're doing the World Cup in the summer because it's it's not as hot, isn't it? And then um, the winter, yeah, because it's it's still hot, but it's not death. Yeah, hot. I mean that that idea of doing it in June is ridiculous. Thinking back on it now, <laughs> I remember us talking about it on the football podcast, and that seems so long ago. <laughs> Very long ago. Yeah. Uh, still winds me up that they've even got the uh, the rights to host it, but that's for another story. Hi, this is the Young Dragon, Dougie Matthews, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Right, so we'll finish with Nick giving his thoughts on Impact Wrestling's No Surrender, and then we'll, we're going to have a quick discussion on who would Cody's perfect WrestleMania match be if he returns to the WWE. So. I've not had a chance to see No Surrender yet. I've, I've not even looked at spoilers, so I'm quite... <laughs> so, 
Yeah, no, it was a well a really good show. I mean, I I sort of watched both um, Train Brand mm. and No Surrender over the weekend. But yeah, really enjoyable show. Um, I'm just trying to work out where to sort of start this. So I don't do want to go straight in with the main event or yeah, to wherever you want. Well, I'll say the main event till yeah, I'll go straight into the main event. Obviously, the main event shocker was we saw on a on a no more take on Team Impact with. Uh, again, quick reminder to listen to me and watch it though. I don't know more as Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, PCO, Vincent and Kenny King. Ooh, we're in yeah. the corner and taking on Team Impact. Now it's supposed to be Impact with Chris Sabin, Rhino, Rich Swan, Steve Macklin and Eddie Edwards. But mm-hmm. earlier on the night, Eddie Edwards was attacked from behind. It appeared evident it was probably, um, I don't know more that attacked him. So Willie Mack stepped up to the plate and, and took yes. his, uh, yeah, friend of the show. Um, so he took his place. And, yeah, so we saw a great 10-man tag match, but the biggest shock was Eddie Edwards came down. Hmm. looked like he was going to aid Team, Imp- team Impact, but instead struck Rhino with the um, kendo stick and, yeah, turned heel. Wow. Uh, ripped his Impact um, logo off his shirt. The heart and soul of Impact Wrestling, I think he's been called. Yes. But he's actually now turned out to be the leader of Honor No More, so... Who and, and also as well, uh, this, I forgot to say the stipulation that as on no more one they can remain in Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So oh, cool. it's yeah a, a new stable certainly uh, on the on the on the horizon and yeah we've got a um, now we've got a leader which is Eddie Edwards. So yeah, yeah. He, he had quite a career in ROH as well. I think he was the world champion. He won the tag team titles a couple of times. As part Indeed. of the American Wolves. So. I think there's ways you can go with this. So I think with, with Eddie Edwards. One, I think, again, it proved there was, I think, yeah, when he was attacked, um, again, I think it's pretty, pretty good setting. I still didn't think, and when he, I just think, yeah, Edwards is one of, I, I think everyone knew there was going to be some sort of, well, for me personally, I thought there was going to be a shock. Mm-hmm. So I, I did think someone was going to turn. I thought, I don't know more, I was going to win, but it was more the case of who, who, who screws impact. Yeah, I think you go through the list that uh, Macklin kind of seemed too obvious, given he was the kind of the heel part of Impact, but everyone was worried about putting him on the team. Um, Rhino was only just come back from sort of a heel turn after turning on someone, so I think Rhino wouldn't have made it would have been again, yeah, been a bit poor booking. And then it comes down to sort of Rich Swan, Eddie Edwards, or Chris Sabin. So you you could argue out of those three, um, it was going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, of those three, I would have probably put Eddie Edwards at the back of the line, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I, I think, but there's, again, there's been clues there. I think Eddie Edwards was hugely tipped to dethrone Omega to take over as the champion. And yeah. That didn't happen. So, yeah, you can sort of build up the frustration with, with this. It kind of sort of almost, um, it kind of writes itself with Edwards bringing up frustration that he's given everything to Impact and Impact never kind of rewarded him. So, yeah, it's yeah shocking. I'm just very intrigued to see where it goes. We know, uh, yeah, with and also as well, we we know some of the people that have wanted more of attacked in the part. We know they took out their own champion in Jonathan Gresham, yeah, apparently backstage. So there's yeah, it's interesting where they go with this, and certainly with with, with uh, Ring of Honor starting up again in well, in, in, in WrestleMania weeks so in a good sort of uh, six weeks time or so. Be interesting to see what's happening with these, with this, with this group by the time we get there. Um, so yeah, some other matches, uh, Moose retained his title by beating W. Morrison, which was a, as expected, a pretty brutal match. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think Moose, 
makes sense to I think keep the belt on him for now. Um Mickey James beat Tasha Stills in a um well Tasha Stills we know won the um the Ultimate X match at uh, Hard to Kill, so this was her title. Um Mickey James won a, again, a very good very good match. Um and then yeah, another shocking point though, the Good Brothers, uh they beat um the Gridders of Destiny, um part of the Bullet Club, uh, for the for the impact titles and we saw Jay White turn or almost execute the Gridders of Destiny out of the group. And it looks like the Good Brothers are back in the mm. Bullet Club. So, yeah, a few shocking turns this night. Um, but yeah, this was a, yeah, a bit of a, a bit, a bit interesting. Also swings into kind of another promotion. We've seen Jay White recently arrive on, um, on AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, this is, and we know, we know Good Brothers are former buddies of, well, the elite with Omega, um, and the Unbuck. So it really does beg the question of who's, I think this, this all leads to Adam Cole versus, Omega and almost a split between the elite and potentially the Bullet Club. So it, it's really exciting where this is going. And, um, and we've always wanted a sort of a Bullet Club versus the elite feud. And it feels like we're getting it and again, spread out across various promotions. So yeah, um, yeah, interesting that, uh, the, what I say, White kicked them out, but also interesting that, yeah, Bullet, the Good Brothers are back in Bullet Club. Ooh. And then, yeah, some other match I'll quickly just whiz through the yeah. others. Um, Matt Cardona beat Jordan Grace for the, um, uh, intergender digital, uh, digital media championship. Um, Diana Perazzo, uh, her open challenge was, uh, answered and this was for the Ring of Honor women's champion. Mm-hmm. It was answered by Miranda Elise, uh, which Perazzo won by submission. Uh, Jay White, who mentioned earlier, beat Eric Young by pinfall. Um, Jonah, um, he beat, uh, Black Tarus, uh, the crazy Stephen mm-hmm. in his corner. Yeah. And, um, there was and also a really good opening match was a fatal four way match which Jake something won by beating Ace Austin, Chris Bay and Mike Bailey, uh for number one contender for the for the um, X Division Championship. So yeah, happy that Jake something won because I think I feel like with him he yeah, he was sort of at, at last year he was sort of looking like he was going to be given a big push. Mm-hmm. Sandy never really got that push. So hopefully now that we um yeah, hopefully that now we'll see him um yeah. I think him versus Trey Miguel will be a good match for the for the title. Definitely, that sounds like a great show. Yeah, really, really enjoyable. And um, so I think if anyone gets a spare bit of minutes, I'll go back and watch it. Um, certainly for the the two, certainly for the main event and the um, tag title match, it was just nice to see some some shocks. So and to finish, we'll so if Cody returns to WWE, who, who what do you think his perfect match will be at WrestleMania? So we we've, we kind of think he should come in. Straight into the main event, or do you think at least up a mid card so risk to establish himself to get into the main event quite quickly? So, so I can know really. See, you've got you've got a kind of a ready-made story-ish with Randy Orton, but then Randy Orton probably be going in riddle, or he could answer Damian Priest's open challenge with the US title. Yeah, I mean, see, part of me wants to just to be booked straight to the to the top. Um, so I've just look, I was just looking at the list of guys, all of, like the really tough guys are already in programs, really. So this is where I think they're at a bit of a um a bit of a crossroads. <laughs> uh, is um I, I think do you do you hold off? I mean, this is kind of what I mentioned in my article on, online. Yes, yeah. you're, you're what you're six weeks away from WrestleMania. You'd like to think that yeah, you're right. A lot of the top guys. 
they probably should be booked already or planned. You know what you're kind of doing with them. You've got a plan in place for them for WrestleMania. Um, so then that's it. Do you hold off Rhodes until post-WrestleMania, the Raw after Mania, where it's obviously we know it gets shocks, etc. Uh, and then you can start a program heading into, well, from, from there on. Um, the other flip of the coin is, yeah, is there still ways we can save it? The one that springs to mind for me is Seth. Um, Ooh, yeah. I just think with that, it would make a lot of sense, the fact that he's Triple H's old mentor. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the promos can almost script themselves. Uh, I think they almost, I think the back and forth you could have between the two, um, they could, I think, yeah, with, certainly with, obviously, with Cody's relationship with Moxley, no Seth's relationship with Moxley, so they can kind of push the waters a bit there. Um, they, they can, yeah, I, I, I fear, I feel that that would be able to get a, a big match for WrestleMania. I, I like, I like Seth. Um, I just think Orton, I think, yeah, makes a lot of sense, which you, you can get. But I, I'm personally in a major rush for that. I think that can be done yeah. at a later stage. But even that, I'm, I, yeah, I feel like with Orton, you can't just keep him locked in with Riddle. And then, then you can probably do Orton at another stage. Um, going back, obviously, mentioning... Drew McIntyre. He was tag team champions with Drew McIntyre. Bloody hell, was he? Was kind of, was a, there, was, there was a link. Yeah. That was I, weird. I could not remember him to his tag teams. Oh, it's probably about 2011. It was, it was just coming out of his um, chosen. Well, three was coming out of his chosen one game when that wasn't really working that well. And I'm sure he was free with the tag team with Cody for a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> I, I honestly can't remember that, so I have to take your word for it. But <laughs> I'm sure when I started watching it, it was about round then they started. Yeah, I, I like your stuff. I do. I think that was a, yeah. It's, a, it's like a Unless they just threw him straight in with Triple H. <laughs> that's the thing. I think that's what everyone would die. In an ideal world, that is generally what you would like, mm-hmm. what you'd want to happen. But again, we don't know a Triple H. Unless Triple H is absolutely fine, health-wise, but I just don't think he is. Um, so, so like a default, yeah, Seth is like Mr. WWE. Um, yeah, has been mentored by Triple H in the past. So, so, so. Exactly. I think that's where... It kind of, uh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm sold myself on anyway to see. Yeah. Uh, other ones, I just, I can't really see. I think, yeah, the other one is, yeah, does he answer Edge's open challenge? But then, is that, how can you really, I mean, that just seems like a bit of a, yeah, I, I don't think you've got much legs for that. And I feel, fear with that, it will only have a, it could have a counterproductive uh, view on Cody with some of the fans. Don't forget, but a lot of these fans, we we all know how how good Cody is. Some fans may still need to be bring up, brought up to speed about his success mm-hmm. outside. And I just think Edge it just won't really have much logic. I just think with Seth, you can get him into it that way. Um, yeah, depending on how forbidden door really want to be, they can always do, do a bullet club thing with either Finn or AJ. Yeah, um, that could potentially work. And I've seen what we've seen about with Finn and, and Tommaso. Um, yeah. There could there could be a new stable potential on our hand um, with with Cody and Otomaso. We've obviously never really been in that, but yeah, yeah. So there's quite a few options to do. I think I think the best one would be Seth if Triple H is available, and if Triple H is available, we don't want a 45 minute match. We want <laughs> you just batter each other for 20 minutes or less. I don't want another Triple H Batista. Go, go on far too long. Don't. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if Trilich is fine and well, then yeah, that's that's the match you're going to do. But yeah, they'll have a shovel on a pole match. <laughs> the first one to bury their opponents and there you go booked bring back buried alive match just for this match um <laughs> like, oh, no 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 <laughs> right, so I think we'll leave it there so if you enjoy our show follow us on twitter it's bbg wrestling and our website is bbgwrestling.com uh, also like the Pro Wrestling World's Facebook page, which is dedicated to all things pro wrestling, WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Indie Wrestling. Link will be in the description if you want to go like the page. And I don't know what we're doing next week. Um, something fun. Something fun. Hopefully you'll have to be back and we'll finally be able to do the quiz again. Yay. Um, uh, this week I'll be releasing an interview with um, Jonas from the Jonas Wrestling Podcast, Jonas Yes, oh yeah, there's one we were on that time. Yes, we, 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 what did we do? Through Wrestling Year 8? Yeah. There's one you hadn't seen before, before we reviewed it. Exactly, um, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, yeah, I spoke to him last week, it was, it was a lot of fun. It's one of, it's one of people you just, <laughs> you, you're crossing questions off because you ask them a question and you still talking 10 minutes later. <laughs> <You're> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you can. We could have sat there and talked all night. This well, this well opens for a return and zoo in there. So it's really fun. Um, yeah. Good night. Good night.